All right, welcome into another edition of Catching Up with Tommy Mac Podcast here on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com. Of course, on Facebook Live. Good morning, Facebook. And uh, here on the relevant app, group messaging chat with live interactive podcasts to check it out. It is a great way to reach your audience, whether private or publicly. I simulcast every show, every podcast on the relevant app and appreciate everyone going on there. I also contribute to the Jaguars Fanatics Vibe channel. So check that out too while you're on relevant because we get into all things Jags. We'll do that today in just a minute. What a what a wild weekend for the National Football League. I mean, it started off with the Dolphins kicking the crap out of the Ravens on Thursday night. Like, really? Like, where did that come from? It's amazing how this season has gone, right? I mean, you see where where Dallas gets killed by Denver, you know, last week, and then Dallas kicks a crap out of Atlanta, uh, who beat New Orleans the week before, and then Denver gets the crap kicked out by Philly. I mean, it's just a wild, wild uh, weekend over the way the – the National Football League goes uh, goes. The Pats kicked the crap out of the Browns. Brown fans, sorry, simmer down. Those those. Pl- I don't know. You may make the playoffs. I don't even know what your record is, but geez, you got steamrolled. The Chiefs crushed the Raiders. Patrick Mahomes is my quarterback on my fantasy team. I don't manage it, but I'm the face of the team. I do have a manager. He handles all the dirty work, but thank goodness we had him. You know, it's a great time uh, in the NFL. It's almost playoff time. We're getting there, right? Now it's now. Now it's nut-cutting time. Now it's like who's going to separate, right? Not the wild. Not, hey, you may be fighting for that wild card, but who's going to separate from the wild cards? And then in the wild cards, who's going to separate? Who's going to rise to the top? You better be physical. You better be healthy. You better be able to stop the run and rush the football if you're going to move forward. Uh, and finally, we did see the uh, Rodgers is back and everything's good, right? Nobody's mad at him anymore, right? He's back. <laughs> okay. Good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. All right, Jags lose 23-17 to up in Indy. They had a chance to win. You know, some. Yeah, I hate saying it. Some good. <laughs> Defense played okay. Played good. I'd say they played pretty darn good. Other than uh, Jonathan Taylor having a couple early runs, they, they did pretty well. Uh, at the end of the day, they... Uh, you know, they gave up 116 yards just to Jonathan Taylor, 5.5-yard average. Not good. One touchdown. That that part wasn't good. The rest was pretty good. I mean, they, di- they didn't allow, um, other than uh, Taylor, you know, they didn't – they only allowed one touchdown. I mean, I'm going to get into special teams. Pfft. You know, it's funny. I'm sitting in a bar in Tampa. Uh, we were down in Tampa for the week, and my girls had a uh, a dance competition with Nancy Dance Studios. Tampa's rocking, by the way. I, I said some stuff on Twitter. I, I'll stand by it, man. I, why they're so far ahead of us downtown, I do not know. But I will tell you this, because the Lightning had a game on Saturday. And before I had to go watch my girls dance, I was hanging out at the uh, the hotel bar. A bunch of uh, Lightning fans were there. I was talking to this guy, and he's like, you know, 10 years ago, this whole place. And we were, by the way, we're at the Marriott, where the um, waterway, where uh, Brady threw the, the, the trophy. Okay, so we're right there. I mean, it, this place is rocking. I mean, it's got restaurants, it's got bars, the convention center. Oh man, whoever whoever built the Prime Osborne Center way the bump out of the city was an idiot. I mean, their their convention center, like it, that center. I, I don't know if that usually means center of things, right? It is. Everything's built around it. The water's right there. I mean, it's 
Man, it's amazing. But anyway, the, the Lightning fan said, you know what? Ten years ago, this whole place was dumb. But the owner of the Lightning came in and bought everything up and redeveloped, with the city's help, redeveloped the whole area. So, hey, gives me hope because our waterway, way better than what they have. Way better, in my opinion. So I was a little ticked off, to be honest with you. I'm like, man, I'm sitting, I'm looking outside my window. I'm like, look at all this action. I hear music, I see people, I see cars, I see the train. I mean, I'm like, I see all these buildings and these condos and these uh, hotels and all this stuff. And I'm like, where the hell are we? But that gave me hope talking to that guy. So hopefully uh, we we get that done. But I'm in this bar um, at a, at, at a um, an Irish pub. We went to Hyde Park, cool little area of of, of Tampa. And these, it's funny. I, the, my wife, she's like, "I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go walk. I gotta go get some cupcakes for the kids or whatever." I was like, "Ah, whatever. I'll sit here watching. I'm drinking a harp. I'm loving my harp. You know, we just ate some wings, jags. You know, going. And then the block punt happens, and I let out this. I'm not really paying attention who's next to me, and I let out this. F D D F D D F D D M F D D F you stupid F and I and I get done and the guy next to me he's in a seat between us because my wife left he's dialing and he's like I wish that was the color commentary that was incredible that was a classic I was just like oh my gosh I couldn't I couldn't believe it what you know and then the the kicker God, life of a kicker you know we love kickers when they make kicks. We don't love them when they don't. No, we should we should tape them up to the pole and and torture them. You know, throw whatever at them. Gosh, especially point afters. Like, come on. And and granted, the NFL moves it back. It's it's like a thirty three yard field goal just to get an extra point. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, but it is what it is, you know. Matthew Wright, one out of two. Look, well, the other one was from fifty plus. So I can't not that hard on him. Logan Cooks, our MVP. I mean, geez, five inside the 20, almost a 48-yard average. That guy can really cook it, get it, with the punt. He can boom it. Graham Marsh is here, my esteemed producer. How you doing, Graham? Hello, sir. How are you? We just knocked out a little commercial, if you will, for the Tom Coffin J-Fund Foundation. That was cool. We did. One of the best causes out there. Oh, no doubt. Awesome. Yeah, they give to the families. I mean, we need research, but the give to the families, it's, it's phenomenal. Um. Really quickly, I just want to say while you're talking about kickers, this summer uh, in a podcast we were doing, we had we had one of your teammates, Mike Hollis, on. Yeah, and uh, money, Mike, and we asked him about moving the kickback, mm-hmm. the extra point, and he said, you know, th- he he said, you know, a 33 yard field goal is not difficult if you line up a kicker to kick a 33 yard right. field goal. He should do a 10 out of 10. He'll never miss, right? But because it's an extra the point, pressure. Yeah, you're psyched out because it's totally. like, wow, I suck if I miss an extra point. Right, it's not. It's only worth one point, not two, which is exactly. crazy. Because think about this: you could drive inside the twenty, get stopped at the five, and kick a field goal for three. But your PAT, you got to go back to the thirty-three. You know, it's. Just, I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It is what it is. Uh, special teams killed us. That that hurt. That did. We bounced. Look. We had a chance to win. It wasn't like the Jags didn't have a chance to win. But and and granted, the defense. I'll give credit to the defense. They they buckled down overall. Um, only one sack, four tackles for loss, eight QB hits. They had ten on Trevor. We'll get to Trevor in a minute. Um, but our you know aside from that first drive or two drives, they were all right. The defense. You know, I mean they they got to do better against the run, but. I think Taylor, you know, other than those couple runs, he was somewhat 
uh, bottled up. You know, Wentz didn't do anything. I mean, he really didn't. He didn't throw for any touchdowns. He didn't throw for any picks either. Um, only sacked once, so that wasn't good. Third down, we were okay. On offense, 5 of 15, so that's 33%. That's, yeah. Defense, 4 of 15, so that's really, that's good. That's like, you know, that's, I don't know, 40% almost. They're high 30, so... You know, the penalties were about the same. The time of possession was about the same. It was a it was a game we, we probably should have won, but we don't win. Um, you know, our offense stinks, does. You know, I put a I put a little thing out there on the Jaguars Fanatics vibe. We do these little polls and who do you th- who's at fault? You know, is it the play calling? Is it the execution? Or is it by unit? Is it the offensive line? Is it the receivers? Is it the quarterback? Or is it a mix of everything? I think it's a mix of everything. But, man, something's got to get fixed. This is just awful uh, play from the quarterback, from the receivers. By the way, J-Rob, who didn't look himself but still finished with a 4.8-yard average and a touchdown, 12 carries. 12. Daryl Bevel, how many times are you going to put it on this QB? Who, by the way, he doesn't trust his receivers anymore. He doesn't. And I'll tell you why. And this is just one play, so maybe it's not fair, but I'm going I'm to talk about it anyway. Pete Prisco put a video on, on Twitter of a play where Trevor drops back, everybody goes out for a pass, and then he throws the ball late and it's out of bounds, right? It was in, the guy caught it, but it was out of bounds. And I'm sitting, and they're saying, well, look what he's got to work with. He's basically saying he's got nothing to work with. He's got nowhere to go. Well, he did have two places to go, but he didn't pull the trigger because why? He doesn't trust two things. One, that they're going to catch it, and two, that he's going to put it in the right spot. And let me tell you what they were. On the outside of that play, the wide receiver, now granted, it wasn't much. He had a tiny bit of a lead on that DB. What do you do there? You throw it high and outside, which means what? I'm Here's the sideline. I'm running down, and the ball's going to be high and outside. Right? Outside, like... So the, so the defender who's inside can't get to it. you got to put it high and let it loop and just hopefully drop it right there. It, it's a tough pass, but that's the only place you could put it. So he's not comfortable either doing that because, listen, if he makes that throw and it's on the inside, it's a crappy throw. You don't throw it on the inside because why? Because the defender can pick it off or knock it up in the safety, whatever. Safety wasn't even there, by the way. Safety was nowhere near. So you didn't even have to worry about the safety. And then on the on the on the on the route, which was an out route that he did complete, he just threw it late. He was waiting for them to get open. You know, a lot of times you can't wait, and a lot of times the ball that you throw will make them open. Does that make sense? It does. Um, and he's not. He just doesn't have that confidence right now. Now, and I'm going to let you get in here, Graham. Just a second. This doesn't mean he's not the guy. So stop that nonsense. He's not a bust. I see that online. That's stupid. It's too early. Look, I think Baselli said it. Uh, Dempsey was telling me he was. Uh, if if we're having the same problems this time next year, yes, it's a problem. Then we can start questioning, but not now. It's too early. It's way too early. And no, you're not benching him. That's that's not going to work. That's going to ruin everything. 
Because at this point, it doesn't. I mean, you want to win, but you're not going to the playoffs. You're not. You're not good enough. You don't have enough talent. You don't have enough talent at all, especially a wide receiver. Now, I shouldn't, who who is Shenatty by nature? You know, you man, talk about premature. Jeez, guy hasn't been anything but nasty or naughty, whatever the heck you you want to say. But so, just so you know, Trevor, in my from my perspective, he deserves the critique. He's given it to himself. No excuses. There's none. I don't, I don't want to hear it from the media. I don't want to hear it from former player. I don't. Want to, there's no excuses. It is what it is. He's not playing well right now. That doesn't mean he's not the guy. It doesn't mean he's a bust. And it doesn't mean you bench him. But it does mean he's got to play a lot better because he's not playing well enough. And his receivers aren't helping him out. There's no question about that. And by the way, why can't we f- see some new blood with the receiving core? Have we not seen enough? Chanel, I'm sorry, you just don't do anything. I thought you were going to be this. And granted, when you're given, you know, you get the ball and you you can make guys, you know, that, that I go back to that 50-yard run you had at home. That was great after the catch, but that's too far in between. You know, Jones, but uh, Junior, you don't you don't have separation. You know, we bring in John Brown. Here's a question for you. Okay. You bring in John Brown, who's known for what? Speed. OBJ just signed with the Rams. Now, granted, he didn't do much. He stopped running on the, the go route or whatever that was, the bomb, and Stafford threw the pick. That was stupid by him. And then he made another catch. So not a huge impact, but he's in the game. Grant, they, granted, they lose Robert Woods, which what a shame. They tore an ACL in practice. It's terrible, but OBJ got caught up. You tell me you can't just put the fast guy out there and let's go. You need it. You need it. I want to see some new blood and wide receiver. I'm I'm done with you know, Dan Arnold's a bright spot. I'm not saying get rid of anybody. I'm just saying I want to see other guys have a shot, whether that's Cotton, whether that's John Brown. Treadwell made a catch. Maybe give more. I know, granted, we've you know, people would say, well, he hasn't done anything in the league. He's been around. Okay, fine. But he's here and he's not playing a lot. So maybe give him more opportunities. Uh, look, blame goes all around. There's no, you know, well, he's just a rookie. No, no, no. A lot of rookies are struggling. There's one that's not. And guess why? Not just because he's a good player, but he's accurate. And the the coordinator, Josh McDaniels, knows how to use him correctly. I'm, I, I don't, you know, it's too early to call for any heads, but Bevel's on the hot seat, in my opinion. If I'm Urban Meyer, he should know that. I'm I'm tired of his his offensive play calling. I now granted it's not all him because the execution's not there. But I don't know. You, you're short yardage. You're in a you're in a shotgun with a one back. Do you know how easy it is to stop the run with a single back? It's simple. It's it's easy. There's no fullback. There's no lead block. It's easy. So then you put him in shotgun, and then you don't use who. Your favorite, well, your best weapon is who? J-Rob, number one. Who's two? Trevor. How about a, you, if you're going to put him in shock and then give him a chance to either run it or throw it, not hand the ball off at some stupid up the center's ass. Just terrible. Terrible play call. Yes, Grant. Terrible. 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 It is. That's, that's terrible. I mean, come on. Like, you yeah. know, and we've seen it all year. It's not like it's one game. We see it every week with yeah. Daryl Bevel. I said. Two quick things. First, we're talking about some new blood at receiver. Yeah. 
One of the biggest issues, in, <coughs> in, in my opinion, and, and I'm sure you're going to agree with me, is the drops. With oh, yeah. You just got to catch the ball, man. Totally. And Josh Hammond's on this practice squad. Hammond. He was Thank known you. at Florida for not dropping passes. And he had a good preseason. He went like two straight seasons yep. without a drop or yep. something crazy yep. like Why that Florida. Why isn't he out there? Like, like it was one of those things that, like, at the beginning of the game when he caught a pass, they'd yep. pull up a graphic of his last drop, and it was like three years ago or something. Yeah. Like, he's known for that. So, like, why not give him a shot? New blood. I, totally I just say we need new blood. I mean, you, they, they totally are who they are. Totally you know, agree. Dempsey was giving me a stat. There's some, like, pro football focus stat about the average separation when the ball is thrown to a receiver is 2.8 yards. Yeah. Average. Jones Jr. is the highest, and he's at, like, 1.5 or something like that yeah. on the team. So he's not getting separation. Again, I still think Trevor's got to take some shots. You got to take some chances. The guy's got a little, you know, throw it in front of him. Throw it out in front of him. You know what I mean? Well, Get it in the right spot and give him a chance. But you're right on the drops. And that's no excuse. And I question whether these guys are doing the extra work. Keep in mind, they can't practice like we used to practice. They, they can't. It's against the rules. And they can only have so many real full-speed practices. So what does that mean? You have to do extra work, a lot of extra work. And I guarantee you they're not doing the jug machine. Something's up. I don't know what what it is. I don't know if players are like, hey, CBA says I don't have to do it. Guess what? The great teams, the good, the great players, they do the extra every day. You don't think they do? They don't just show up. I could tell you every player that was great with the Jags, they all did extra. Every one of them. All did extra studying, conditioning, whatever. Working on their game, working on their craft. That's what it takes. That's what, you know, you you are what your record is. That's who you are. And at two and seven, you're terrible. And it's on you, the player. It's on the staff. It's on everybody. It's so disappointing. But, you know, I'll still watch. I'll still cheer for them. And the defense is coming around. And again, but look, I mean, J-Rob, Grant, 12 carries. Like, again, why aren't you giving this guy 25 carries? Granted, coming off, he's got the heel okay a little bit. But, man, he's showing it was, 4.8 yards of carry that he's he, – he, he got it going early on. Yeah. I was worried. He got stuffed a couple times. I was like, oh, man, he doesn't look like he's exploding. You know, he looked a little hesitant, little – and even yeah, still, tim, not timid, but just hesitant. Even still, he's one of those backs though that gets better as the game no goes doubt. on. You got to get him lathered, and up you got not go. just handing the ball off, getting him in the pass. He's great in the passing attack. Great, got great soft hands that, for you. That first guy will never bring down J. Rob. No, Ever. especially in the open Ever. field. I agree. And I agree. I just want to bring up one quick thing about when you're talking about Trevor throwing guys open. Yeah. Um, did you watch Monday Night Football last night? I did. Did you see Debo Samuel's second touchdown? I did. When they showed the angle from behind Jimmy Garoppolo when he threw the ball, it yep. looked like he was throwing right to his safety. Yep. And Debo wasn't even around his, his, his guy. His, no, I know. His guy yet. Yep. And, That's trust. And That's by, trust. By the way, Jimmy threw that. Yep. Before Debo makes that cut, you're like, what a dumb throw. Right. And then you see he knows Debo's going to be there. Yep. He catches it right in front of the safety. Boom. Yep. 20 yards later, he's in the end Phenomenal. zone. Phenomenal. That's throwing a guy open. Right. Well, and trusting that he's going to yeah. be there. Because yeah. think about it. If he's not there, he probably throws a pick. You know what I mean? So there's no trust. And I, I, if I'm Trevor, I don't really trust him either. I don't. I trust Dan Arnold. I trust J-Rob out of the backfield. That, I mean, who else do you trust? On occasion, maybe Jones Jr. But he's up and down too. I mean, granted, they're not getting a lot of separation, but, you know, 
look, you got to, if I'm Trevor, I'm taking the ball into my own hands. I'm going, you know, I'm playing Trevor ball. And if I'm Bevel, I'm getting J-Rob more involved. And I like the Agnew call. Nice run, nice blocking, nice everything. That's a great way to, That's that was like a Tyreek Hill type play for the Chiefs, right? That was, it was a great play. Okay, you're not going to do that every snap, right? But it's nice that that was in there. Uh, but but again, he they, they you know it, it's really hard to get going as an offense when the drops. I mean, that's so. It's like missing a PAT. You know, here you come, boom, we scored it. That Agnew touchdown was like, okay, wow, man, that kid can fly. Guy can fly. What a great score. Then you miss a PAT. And you're like, oh, gosh, damn. Now, granted, the two-point play was awesome, so it was cool. It, was, it got it back, but, man, it's funny that they hung in this game. I mean, they really shouldn't have been anywhere near it. When it was 20-9, to 9, I mean, really, if the, if the which they didn't, but if the Colts score another one, that could, that, who knows what happens. But we hung in there, got it close, couldn't shut it down at the end, and then Trevor at the end. You know, look, you, you got to call. Like, it was a nice drive. You had nice things going. Uh, but you got to protect the football. He had two fumbles, recovered one and not the second one. You know, O-line's not helping him out. I get it. I I, I get it. They're, their D came to play. They they actually had a good defense, uh, the Colts. No doubt about it overall. I mean, we really didn't do that much. Just awful. A special team, man. I would not want to be on a special team, punt team. Hoo-wee. Giving up a block like that, that could cost you your job. I don't know who's at fault. Did anyone figure that one out? I know Wingard was the up back. I don't know if that was his guy or not. Did he get over there late or the thought or what, was that but... it was Wingard, but Urban said it wasn't. Right. Hey, he but loves I, it. He loves that kid. I don't know. Yeah, he he's sticking. I don't out. know if he just doesn't want to throw him under the bus. You know what? The one or... thing about Urban, I mean, because there are times where, like he said, Walker Little played well two weeks. So I was like, what? He didn't play terrible, but don't say he played well. You can't give up a sack and a couple pressures and get pushed into your quarterback and almost get him hurt for the year and say, yeah, he played pretty well. <laughs> he didn't. So maybe it's that, that he doesn't want to throw his team under the bus. And I don't think you should, too, as a head coach. That should be done in-house. You know, you don't have to do that publicly or to the media. But nonetheless, all right, uh, look, 49ers looked good last night. This is what the Jags got going for him, though. A, the travel. B, they played up three things. B, they played on Monday night, so short week for them. They got to travel. They'll probably come here Friday. I would imagine I would if I were them. And then it's a 1 o'clock kickoff. The NFL didn't even help them out, so they're basically kicking off at 10 a.m. their time. So that's what we got going for us. Other than that, they're going to kick the crap out of us. It's just going to happen. I don't – Nick Boza's going to – Nick Boza – by the way, what did I see? They have, they have 55 – Tackles for loss. I already did my pregame for the 49ers. Yeah, they have 55 tackles for loss. We have 36. I mean, think about that. That's pending. Nick Boza has 13 by himself and eight sacks. So, but he's the only one. And by the way, just to give our guys a little little pub, Josh Allen played very well. He's at five and a half sacks with eight tackles for loss. Smoots at three and a half with four. And then Gotsis and Taven have two sacks each. Gotsis has three for loss. Taven has four for loss. So what does that tell me? They're penetrating. They're disrupting. They're they're screwing up your offense, basically, is what that means. What is this alternate universe where Taven Bryan is contributing? 
<laughs> I mean, I love it. I'm not complaining. Yep. But where did this come from? Is he just finally being developed or what? I think so. I, I Look, nothing happens in the NFL without reason. I always say that. They kept him for a reason. And I tell you why they kept him. Because he's a freak of nature. He's, just, he's so explosive for his size. You, look, let me tell you something. Size, speed, power, strength, weight room, 40, agility. The kid's top of the charts. Top of the charts. Now, putting everything else together, he's not. But this year, he seems to be putting some things together. I'm happy for the kid. I'm happy for him. You know, sometimes it takes time to click. But who knows? Maybe get a few good years out of him. But we'll be back on Friday. And... Uh, We'll catch up with the 49ers. You know, I don't, I mean, I just don't have a lot of faith in this team. I know a lot of you out there with your teams, you don't have a lot of faith in them either. I get it. It's week after week after week. So we'll still cheer them on, wish them the best, and uh, we'll catch up on Friday. Hey, I want to let you know the horse's mouth back in full swing. What a cool show. We're doing um, some different segments, adding more people. Uh, different types of people. So we're looking for all kind of, uh, you know, well-known like athletes, celebrities, you know, uh, CEOs, political people, whatever, com- community people uh, here in Jacksonville. Sit at my bar and, and talk about how great it is to be in Jacksonville, baby. Now just get that downtown right, would you? Move. Hey, psst, move the jail. Move the jail. Thank you. All right, that'll do it for me right here. I'm catching up with Tommy Mack on 1010XL's podcast platform, 1010XL.com, on Facebook Live. Thank you for listening to Facebook. And, of course, right here on the relevant app. Check us out on the App Store and on Google Play. Group messaging chat with live interactive podcasting. You, too, could host your own podcast. Very simple. You don't need any equipment. All you need is a phone, iPhone, or Droid, or uh, an iPad, something like that. And, uh, yeah, you can have your own show. Simple. All I do is I'm going to hit end, and it's over. Hit live, and I'm live. It's a great thing. Check it out. That's R-E-L-E-V-N-T. We'll see you next time right here on Catching Up with Tommy Mack. I never knew that a kid like me.